welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. We are here live in the building on this first Sunday in the month of April. Amen. God has graced us to see the first quarter of this year of 2021. And now we are in the second quarter. Amen. Just to come in to give God some praise to give him the glory. Welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. Those of you all who are watching online, on Facebook, on YouTube. Listen, begin to share this, share this. Let someone know that we are on the air on today. Amen. Tag a friend. Let them know that the prayer is about to go forth. Praise and worship is in the house. And the word of the Lord is going to go forth on today. Amen. So we're going to open up this morning in prayer. Amen. And just set the atmosphere for God to move in this place. For those of you all who are in the building, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you can, let's stand to our feet and give the Lord a hand praise, amen. Those of you all in your home, begin to bless him, begin to magnify his name, begin to give, the, give him glory on this morning. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, God, to give you all the praise, God. We come to give you all the thanks on today, God. We come to bless and magnify your holy name on today, God. Lord, we thank you on today, Father God, that, Lord, this is the day that you have made on today, Father God, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it on today, Father God. This is a day, God, that we set aside, God, to remember the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Lord, that, Lord, you came to die for our sins on today, God. And Lord, we're grateful, God, that you got up out of the grave on today, Father God. That, Lord, you're yet living, God. You're yet sitting at the right hand of the Father on today, Father God. That you're seated in majesty on today, Father God. That, Lord, you are seated upon the throne on today, Father God. And we thank you on today, God, that you gave your life on today, God. That, Lord, you gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life, God. And we thank you for Jesus today God we thank you for your love today God we thank you for your mercy for your kindness on today God that Lord you saved us Father God when we did not know any better God when we were in our mess Father God when we were in our low place God you reached down and you picked us up Father God and Lord we're grateful and thankful Father God for the love that you showed toward us on today God and Lord we come to exalt you today we come to celebrate you on today God for you are our Lord you are our King you are our Savior God. You are all in all Father God. And Lord we just tell you that we love you Father God. We adore you Jesus God. And Lord we just come to bless you today God. As we welcome your presence in this place today God. Have your way Holy Spirit God. We yield to your instructions today. We yield to your way on today Father God. That Lord you will saturate this place Father God with your anointing, with your power, with your authority on today God. Let the power of your word go forth in this place God. Let the praises rain, God. Let worship flow on today, Father God. That, Lord, we will lose ourselves in your presence, God. That we will lay aside, God, every sin, every weight, everything that was so easily beset us, God. That, Lord, we're going to be free to worship today, God. We're going to be free to lift up your name today, Father God. We're going to be free to call upon you on today, God. As the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Father God. You are our all in all on today, God. And, Lord, we just say thank you today, God. We're grateful on this morning. God, and we come to magnify you and lift you up on today, God. Lord, we thank you this morning, God. We honor you this morning, God. We're my grateful people this morning. We're my people that are thankful that God woke us up this morning, that God gave you the activities of your limbs today, that you didn't come in here on a walker. You didn't come in on a wheelchair. You came in in your right mind on today, Father God. Lord, we come to bless your name, Father God, but you are worthy to the praise, God. You are worthy to be praised, God. 
And Lord, we just say thank you, Jesus. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. I don't know about you, but I came to bless the name of the Lord today. But he's been too good to me. This is a personal praise on today, God. You got to get personal with God on today. Let him know how grateful you are. Let him know how thankful you are for his goodness and his kindness towards you on today. As the sound begins to come, as we go into praise and worship, let's begin to just set the atmosphere for praise to manifest in this place. Holy Spirit, have your way right now in the name of Jesus. Move by your power, God. Move by your spirit, God. Oh, we glorify your name today, God. Come on, let's lift him up. Let's praise him. Let's magnify him. Hallelujah. God, we love you, Jesus. We honor you, God, and we magnify you in this place, God. We exalt you, oh God, on this Resurrection Sunday. And God, we thank you that you are alive, oh God, that we serve the true and living God. And Father, we're so grateful on this morning. We came to worship and magnify you, God. We thank you that on this time last year, we couldn't be in the building worshiping. But God, we're so grateful that we're in the building on today, God. Come on, give me a little bit of volume. Hallelujah. God gonna help us on this morning. We gonna go reach back in the crates. And do a good old Resurrection Sunday song, hallelujah. How many know that Jesus is alive and he's alive and well? And he's yet sitting on the throne, glory to God. Father, we honor you, Jesus, yes we do. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, say he's alive, he's alive. And I know it.
Makes me want to wake my hand. Hallelujah. Y'all act like y'all didn't remember that. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I thank you that he's alive and he's alive and well. And God, we worship and we honor you on today, God. We thank you for being in this place. Just in one year, things have begun to change in our lives. And God, we're so grateful. We're so grateful that you got up, that you didn't stay where you were, God, but you rose, oh God. And not only did you rise, God, but the Bible says that you rose with all power in your hand, oh God. And so, Father, we honor you on today for being the risen king. Oh, we worship and adore you. Can you just worship him for a few minutes? Think about it. If he hadn't have got up, I don't even want to think about it. Hallelujah. But we're so grateful, Jesus. We're grateful that you got up, Jesus. You got up, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Come on, let's sing this hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. You have won the victory.
Get up, yeah. 
worship him. Hallelujah. You ready, Apostle? Glory to God. Come on, put your hands together for our Apostle on this morning. Come on, how many give God glory that he got up? How many came to give God praise that he's the resurrected Savior? He is our King of kings and Lord of lords. He is the Son of David. He is that bright and morning star. Oh, he's our advocate. He's our healer. He's our deliverer. He's our way maker. How many come to bless him this morning? How many came to magnify his name, to glorify his name? We call on that great name, Jesus. Jesus, our healer, our all in all, our way maker. He's a chain breaker. Oh, he's mighty in this place. He's mighty in this place. He's mighty in this place. We come to lift him up today. We come to magnify his name, for there is none like him, there is none like him. We love you, Jesus, we love you, Jesus, we honor you, Jesus, we worship you, Jesus. Oh, you're mighty in this place, mighty God you are, mighty God you are. You're so mighty, Jesus, you're so mighty, God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship. We worship you. How many feel the presence of the Lord? How many feel the power of God? How many feel the anointing of God? Power in this place. He's worthy. He's worthy. I don't know about you, but I came just to adore him. Just to adore him and worship him. He's worthy, Jesus. And we magnify your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on and give the Lord a hand praise. We thank God for his presence and his glory. So come on, you all can be seated in his presence. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be magnified. He is worthy to be glorified. We bless his name today. Amen. I don't know about you, but we just come to lift him up. Amen. We come to exalt him this morning. We come to magnify his name this morning. For there is none like him in all the earth. Amen. Well, it's Resurrection Sunday. Amen. And God has graced us to see a brand new day, a day that we've never seen before. And we thank God for his loving kindness. We thank God for his grace and his mercy on today. And for the power of his Holy Spirit. Amen. For those of you all who are in the building on today, we're going to move forward. Amen. And prepare to receive our tithes and our offering on this morning so that we can move forward in the service on today. So we are going to welcome all those on YouTube, on Facebook. Amen. 
If you're about to give, you can give online. Amen. You can go to our website, www.newcovncwc.com, and you can give online. You can click that Give tab, and you can be able to give on this morning. Those of you all who have our Easy Tide app, you can go to Easy Tide and you can give. Today is Super Abundant Seed Sunday, amen, the first Sunday of this month of April as we sow toward our building fund as we believe God to be a debt-free people and a debt-free ministry, amen. We ask that you sow your best seed toward that, amen. So you can click that drop-down box that says Abundant Seed, amen, and we are sowing toward this particular tithes and offering on this morning, amen. So listen, let's sow, let's give. Those of y'all who may not be able to give online, you can mail your seed to 2423 Glenwood Avenue, Joliet, Illinois, 60435, amen, and be able to give your tithes and your offering, amen. Those of you all who are in the building on my right side, if you need an envelope, please raise your hand. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Brother Terrence will get you an envelope. If you need an envelope on my left side, either side, just raise your hand. Brother Terrence will get you an envelope. Want to prepare to give and sow this morning, amen. Those of you all who have got your seed, your tithes and offering ready, amen, on my right side, please go to the rear and you can sow your seed. Please go to the rear and you can sow your seed, amen. Those of you all who are on my right side, if you have your seed ready, your tithes and offering ready, please proceed to the rear to give on this morning, amen. Those of you all on my left side that have your seed ready to give, you can see to the rear to sow your seed. It's good to have the people in the building this morning, amen. It's good to see everyone, amen. You all look amazing on this Resurrection Sunday, amen. We thank God for the time that we can come in and fellowship, amen, and we can have a, a limited crowd, amen, but we're thankful for what God is doing and what he's been doing to keep us in the midst of this pandemic, amen. So we just thank God for each and every one of you all that are here on this morning, visitors, friends, and family, amen. We welcome you all to New Covenant Worship Center, amen. And we just thank God for your presence in the building and those that are watching online, visitors, friends, everyone. We appreciate you all for tuning in on this morning. Amen. 
Tony and Sister Laquita. We got plenty of seats up here in the front. Amen. Let's bless our offer this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the seed that was sown today, God. We thank you for our tithes and offering, Father God. And we just ask that you continue to bless your people on this morning, God. For those that gave, for those that made our headed to give, Father, we release God's supernatural blessings of overflow in our lives on today, God. And we pray that every seed that was sown, God, that it shall be used for the building of your kingdom and for the work of the ministry, God. We thank you, we praise you, and we just call forth a 100-fold return upon every seed. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, real quick, um, I'm going to run through these announcements. I'm going to move forward and get this stuff, and we're going to get into the Word. Is that all right? Amen. Tomorrow night, Monday, we will be in uh, Marriage Tips Monday at 8.30 p.m. How many tuned in on last Monday to our private page, Love, Sex, and Marriage? How many tuned in last Sunday? Eight, I mean, last Monday, amen. We had a little uh, hot and spicy session, amen, on intimacy, amen. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. We had a special guest, amen, Paradise, that came in to teach and to be able to uh, give us some uh, enhancement things to uh, help our intimate life, amen. And so uh, that will be tomorrow night. We'll be in Marriage Trips Monday, amen, 8.30 p.m. Facebook Live. And then uh, Tuesday, we'll be in Men's Prayer on um 8.30 p.m. on the men's prayer call line. Amen. We'll be right here on our prayer call line at 8.30 p.m. for the men. Then Wednesday is no more uh, Wednesday word and prayer. Amen. That ended on this last Wednesday. So that has ended. Amen. So don't tune in to the prayer call line. I want nobody to be on there but you. Amen. And then Thursday we'll be right here in Bible study at 6.30 p.m. And Sunday back in Sunday worship. Amen. So come on. Um, I need, I'm going to do this real quick. Uh, I want to give the seeds out for those who are going to bless seniors on today. God has given us a vision for this year of 2021, the year of honor. And in this first quarter, uh, we sowed seeds to bless seniors. Uh, names were submitted to, for seniors that had needs um, and that were just in a position that uh, whoever had submitted their names felt that they had a need. And we randomly picked 10 seniors uh, to be blessed uh, with the seed of $200. And so we want to give out those seeds to the people who are going to bless their people on today. So, uh, Sister Sandy, you want to come get yours? Brother Jesse, you want to come get yours? God bless you. Appreciate you. Sister Ashley, Diana can come up and grab that for you. Come on, you look so pretty with your resurrection hat on. Minister Suzette. Sister Chi Chi. Can you want to hand this to Sister Chi Chi? Brother Terrence, this is for you and your dad. Brother Opa and Sister Beverly. Beverly, you want to grab yours? That's you. And the last one I have is because Brother Charles, his mother is here with him today. And so we just want to honor her and give thanks for her being in the building. So Brother Charles, can you stand with your mom this morning? So this is Mother Alice Smith. She's here in the building to receive 
her seat of honor. We thank God for her. We appreciate her. Pastor Nisha, come on up real quick. You want to get a picture of them? Because I want to have a picture with them. I don't want to have a picture with them, but I just want to have a picture of them. Amen. So, Mother Alice, Brother Charles, this seed is on behalf of New Covenant Worship Center, $200 to assist you in whatever you need assistance in. God bless you, Mother. We appreciate you all. Thank you, Brother Charles, for coming in and bringing your mom today. We really appreciate you. Yesterday, uh, Sister Gwen and Minister Gloria O, they came and they um, they went and blessed Sister, uh, I mean, Brother Tommy. And uh, they blessed him with his seed and he was very grateful. So we're going to wait till all the pictures come in and we're going to do a short video clip just to show the seniors that were blessed. So we appreciate each and every one of you all who gave toward that vision to be able to make it a success and to be able to bring that thing to pass. Amen. So come on. Um, Y'all ready for the word? Yeah. Amen. Mother Simmons, it's good to see you again. Two Sundays in a row. Amen. And we give God praise for that. Listen, um, God has graced us and blessed us uh, in this particular series. Let me reintroduce myself. And it has really been an uh, amazing series. Uh, we had, we've gotten great feedback. Uh, God has really ministered and really blessed and people have been reintroducing themselves uh, in whatever capacity that God has been ministering to them and moving them forward. And so today is the finale. This is the last part of this series. And we're going to just allow the Holy Spirit to move and we're going to teach and minister about the reintroducing ourselves and reintroducing Jesus. So I'm just going to walk down a little bit of the timeline of Jesus's life and just minister to you guys so we can see the many uh, offices and many capacities that Jesus fulfilled in his walk here on earth and how he got to the place of being resurrected and what significant how significant it is that he was resurrected for our uh, for us being saved and being delivered from sins. Amen. So uh, this morning I want to talk about Jesus and I want to introduce you to him uh, in Matthew chapter one. You don't have to go there. You don't have to turn there. I'm just going to be in, in the book of Matthew flowing through and going through some various uh, areas. But in Matthew chapter one, we see the genealogy of Jesus and we see him uh, brought forth after 42 generations. And that genealogy is laid out in Matthew chapter one. And then in Matthew chapter two, we see uh, the birth of Jesus. We see that he's born uh, in Bethlehem. He's born to the Virgin Mary. But at that time when he was born, uh, King Herod was in position of rulership. And King Herod had set out to able to try to kill Jesus as a baby. And so he went out and he tried to kill Jesus. But the angel of the Lord came to minister to Joseph, who is Mary's father. And so, I mean, who is Joseph, who is Jesus' father? And so the angel of the Lord comes to minister at night and he ministers to Joseph. And the angel of the Lord says, you have to leave Bethlehem and go to Egypt. He said, I need you to go in Egypt and stay there until I tell you to leave again. He said, because when I send you to Egypt, you're going to go there to hide Jesus. So now Jesus is born in Bethlehem, but he becomes a refugee and he's now in a position where he's moved to Egypt as a baby. He has to be taken to a foreign place. He has to be taken to a place of safety. How many times have we had to move to be put in a position to be safe from the enemy that was coming after us? How many times have we had to relocate? How many times have we had to now get into another position and be able to move from the place where there was calamity, where there's tragedy, where there was trauma? And God said, I need to take you somewhere to keep 
feet, you say. And so at that time, they moved to Egypt. And the Bible says that they stayed in Egypt until King Herod had died. And the Bible says that the angel visited Joseph again. I love the fact that God will send you a messenger and give you instructions on when you need to move and when you need to get to the next place. Because the Bible and prophecy has to be fulfilled. So the angel of the Lord comes to Joseph in Egypt and he says, now, because everybody that was in the lineage or in that particular rulership of King Herod has died. He said, now you can go back and you can go back to Bethlehem. You can go back to Israel. He said, but now I want you to go to Nazareth because now Jesus has to be known that he is of the seed and of the, of the, of the land of Nazareth. And he's from Nazareth. He will be a Nazarene, as the scripture says. And so now that is fulfilled. And then we see after he has come back and he's now in the land of Israel in chapter three of Matthew, we see that now he is being baptized by John the Baptist. And John the Baptist says, how can I baptize you? You should be baptizing me. But Jesus said, I need you, John, to baptize me and to begin to submerge me in water. And so now Jesus is baptized. And the Bible says that God had begun to open the heavens and his spirit descended upon upon Jesus like a dove and as the, the spirit of the Lord came upon him and now God says this is my son my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and now that he has been baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost now God takes him on his next assignment on his next journey because once you're filled with the Holy Ghost here comes the fight of the enemy here comes the ability for you to be able to see if you're filled with the Holy Ghost you need to see some evidence that you have something greater on the inside of you that will prepare you for the fight, that will prepare you for the battle, that will prepare you to get you to your purpose and your destiny. And so here, let me reintroduce you to the baptized Holy Ghost filled Jesus that's walking the earth. And now, here it is after he's baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, in chapter 4 of Matthew, we see that the Spirit of the Lord now leads Jesus into the wilderness. He's not led of his flesh. He's not led of himself. But the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord leads him. And so there was a purpose behind him going into the wilderness. I need you to thank God for your dry places. Because when there was a time of drought, that's when you found out how real your Holy Ghost was. That's how I found you. You found out how real the Holy Spirit was in your life. And so God said, I'm going to take you to the wilderness. But not only are you going to be in the wilderness, but I'm calling you on a fast. Oh my God. He begins to call him and he's on a 40 day fast. He has not eaten. He has not drank. And so he's fasting. And at this time, now the enemy comes at the end of his fast. Notice this. He let him commit and let him go forward for the 40 days. But at the end of the fast, that's when the temptation comes. Because I want to know, have you held on to what I've spoken to you? Have you held on to what I filled you up with? Have you held on to the power of the Holy Ghost? And so now, at the 41st day, I believe that here comes Satan knocking at the door. And he says, if you are the Son of Man, if you are the Son of God, turn these stones to bread. Because he began to entertain his flesh. But he did not realize who he was dealing with. He was dealing with the spirit of Jesus, not the flesh of Jesus. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So he tried to tempt him in the flesh, but the Holy Ghost began to rise up. And he said, I can resist the temptation of bread because I'm not concerned about feeding my flesh. Because my spirit man has been fed over the 40 years of this fast. And so now, oh my God. Oh, 
So now, here in this fourth chapter, he's tempted. But every temptation that the enemy throws at him, he begins to overcome. And we find Jesus in the position where now, after he's overcome the temptation, in most of your Bibles, some of the heading would say along the lines in that fourth chapter, now the ministry of Jesus starts. Oh my God. Because after you've been tempted, now you have to be proven. <laughs> after you overcome the temptation, you got to be proven that what God has placed on the inside of you, that this thing is really in you and that you can overcome some things and that you can go forward and to begin to fulfill your assignment. And so now as you begin to matriculate and go through chapters 5 and all the way through, now we see Jesus operating in miracles. We see him operating as a deliverer. We see him operating as a teacher. We see him operating as an intercessor. We see him operating as a person, as a rabbi, as the Messiah. He's beginning to do the things that God has called him to do in the earth. And people begin to come against him on every hand. Why? Because they're stuck in their religious mindset. They're stuck in their traditional ways. And they don't want to break away from those old ways. And Jesus is trying to introduce them into new ways. And so as they're going through these particular challenges. And Jesus is going through the, the, the particular phases and operation of his life. That God is moving him closer and closer to the cross. Because everything that he does on the earth is all is in preparation to get him to the cross. And see you got to understand the things that you've been through have put you in position to get you to your cross. And are you ready to bear your cross so that you can be reintroduced as the resurrected one? Can you be in the position to be resurrected from your old self and your new self to be put up in the place where God can now bring you to a platform? He can bring you to a place where people will say that was the anointing one. That's the one that has been blessed of me. That's my daughter. That's my son. I called them out of the trials and tribulation. They overcame the things of the world. Why? Because the blood of Jesus has moved upon my life. So now, oh my God, I love this. So now, as we move a little bit further and we get to around Matthew 25, 26 and in those areas, now this is the time when Judas comes about and he's the one to betray Jesus. And he sold Jesus, he sells Jesus out for some silver. And he leads the soldiers to him to take him captive. And at this time, we see also when Peter denies him and these things are being fulfilled. And then we see him going before Pilate and they see him at the trial. And at the trial, uh, he's in trial, him and Barabbas. Now, Barabbas is a criminal. Now, Barabbas has committed, committed crimes. But the people do not want to free Jesus. They want to free Barabbas. And Pilate constantly asks the people, he says, why do you want to crucify this man? And they talk about all the various reasons and things he's done. But Pilate says, but I see he's innocent. I don't see he's done any wrong. And the crowd kept screaming. They kept hollering. They kept becoming more louder. And they said, we want Barabbas. And he said, well, what do you want me to do with Jesus? And the crowd said, crucify him. And so here it is, Pilate says, 
If this is what you want and you want to crucify him, he said, I don't want this blood on my hands. And he went and got the water and he washed his hands in front of the people. He said, I'm washing my hands of this situation because I don't want this blood on my hands. I want it to be made known that it's on you. And they said, listen at the response to the people. They said, we'll accept the blood being on our hands and our children. Oh, my God. I love when people know the scripture. Thank you, Vanish Mary. Because they begin to now put some things not only on themselves, but they allowed to release some things that they didn't have no idea that would come upon their children because they said that they wanted to crucify and to begin to crucify the Lord and Savior. And so here we are. We move forward and we move into the position and we move into the place of this crucifixion. And they begin to take him and position him and put him in the place for him to be crucified. And he goes and he begins to come to the place to be crucified and he's stretched out. And the Bible talks about that darkness came upon in the afternoon. And it says that now, here it is, Jesus gave up the ghost and he relinquished his spirit to God. And he died on the cross. And then here comes a man that says, you know what? I come to redeem the body of Jesus. I have some oil and I want to take him down from the cross. And he led him and they begin to bury him. And but when they buried him, they just not bury him regularly and, and put soldiers at the tomb. They said, put a rock in front of the tomb and seal it. Because I don't want the disciples to come or anyone to come and take his body to make us believe or think that he had, be, he had become resurrected. Because he said he would be risen on the third day. They were trying to prevent the prophetic word from being made manifest by putting a rock in front of that particular tomb. But how many know that can't no rock hold the power of Jesus Christ? Can't no boulder? Can't no soldiers? Can't no chains? When God has called Jesus Christ to be in the position to be resurrected, to be set free, that God has already planned and he has already orchestrated for the power of God to move. And so here we find Jesus at the tomb that he has now, this rock has been placed in front of. But now Mary, she goes and she's looking for the body of Jesus. And when she gets to the tomb, she sees that the stone has been rolled away. Now, who can roll away the stone? Because this thing is heavy. This thing requires many men to be able to move the stone. But I love the fact that God sent an angel. And an angel had removed the stone. And so Mary went in. And she's looking in the tomb. And when she comes in the tomb, she sees that no one's there. But she sees his clothing. And then the angel of the Lord appears and said, who are you looking for? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing y'all. Who, who, who are you looking for? And the angel told her and said, he's not here. He's not dead, but he's alive. He has risen. And he said, Mary, go and tell the disciples and tell the people that Jesus has arisen. So Mary, she comes running out. And she comes with the message. She comes with the word of the good news. Jesus has been alive and he's been resurrected but he said when you get to where you're going to the disciples Jesus will already be there and when she got there Jesus was there and some of the it's the Bible said that some of the disciples did not believe but others believed that it was him and here it is Jesus the resurrected now the son of God he has been put in position that he has now come back and God has redeemed him now can I take you to Matthew 28 and we get ready to close this thing out Oh my God. 
Matthew 28. Let, let's read. Let's read. Let's start reading in verse 16. Is that all right? Then the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some of them doubted. Verse 18, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He said, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So as Jesus has been resurrected, as Jesus has come forth, as Jesus has now come from the grave. And I love this, the fact that when he was resurrected, let me help you. That the things that he was buried in, they were left in the tomb. So I want to let you know that everything that you dealt with in your sinful nature, it was buried, but it did not get up when he was resurrected because that stuff was left in the tomb. I'm here to let you know that Jesus died for our sins. He died for our fornication. He died for our lust. He died for our lying. He died for our tailbearing. He died for our adultery. He died for us to be murderers and killers and drug dealers and, and drug abusers. He died for that. Those sins were buried and left in the tomb, but he left those garments and he put on a new garment. He put on a new robe. He put on glory. He put on the power of the Holy Ghost. He put on the power of the anointing. And so just as he's changed clothes, I'm here to reintroduce you to let you know that you have new garments that have been placed upon you. You're no longer that old man. Old things have been passed away and behold all things have become new. I'm here to reintroduce you this morning to a Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The one who will deliver you. The one who will change you. The one who will break the bands of wickedness the one that will begin to redeem you the one that will begin to change you he has come forth to break the yoke of bondage he has come forth to break the sins and the shackles of the world that you're no longer bound by those things let me reintroduce you to my new self baby I'm no longer a pimp hustler drug dealer but I'm a new creature in Christ old things have passed away I'm born again now I'm a baptized believer I speak in new tongues I don't cuss no more I speak in tongues now I begin to now walk in the faith of God. I'm a faith-fearing believer on today. Oh, I need somebody to help me preach this thing. And then the blessed part is the last part. The reason why he died, he left you with this great commission. He said, because if you've been redeemed and you've been made new, he said, I need you to now to go and make disciples of all nations. So that means that you have the authority and the power that has been released to you by the resurrected Savior. He said, I need you to go and make disciples of men. So are we in a position that we are in a place to go forward and make disciples out of men? And he said to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he said, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. So we have a responsibility. We don't want to waste the blood. <laughs> don't waste the blood that was shed. 
allow the blood to go forth and make disciples out of me. You go forth and be the testimony. You go forth and be the example. You go forth and show the love of God where people have, have experienced hatred, where they've experienced unkindness, where they've experienced evil. You be the light to this dying world. You be the light in dark places. And God said, you go forward and make disciples and teach them to obey my commands. And he said, be sure of this. I want you to let you know. I'm with you always. Even to the end of the age. He said, so I want you to know that I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm going to be with you always. Everything that I went through. Everything that I do while here on the earth. It was all to save us. It was all to redeem us. It was all to bring us back into right relationship with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit. So I just want to encourage you today to let you know, go out of here and make disciples of men. Go out of here and don't waste the blood, but use the blood because the blood has power. The blood has power to change lives. The blood has, blood has power to redeem. The blood has power to deliver. And God wants you to be able to move and to be able to flow and to be able to be his, his example and his particular representative here on the earth. So I want you to reintroduce yourself as the man and woman of God that he's called you to be. That I'm not going to live up to the old expectations of my old nature. <laughs> I'm divorcing myself from my old mindsets. I'm divorcing myself from my old nature. And that God, I'm going to move forward and I'm going to become daily more and more like you. Every day I want to draw closer to him. Every day I want to be in, 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 be able to have communication and right fellowship with him. Every day I want to draw closer to him so he can draw closer to me. And how many know we believe the power of the blood of Jesus is real? And God is able to deliver. He's able to heal. He's able to break yokes and break chains. And I'm here to give God the glory today. So if you're excited about Jesus, I dare you just to give him some praise. I thank God for his presence. I thank God for his word. I thank God for his anointing. And God is here to save and to deliver. And we believe his report today. Amen. Hallelujah. We believe his report. And we give him the praise. Listen, that's all I have for you on this Resurrection Sunday. I wanted to reintroduce you to Jesus and let you know who he is in our life, the power that he possesses, the sacrifice that he made. You got to know that this is personal. That God, he died for me. He died for me. He died to save me, to redeem me, to bring me back into right relationship with Jesus. So I, I just say thank you, God for blessing us and keeping us. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise. I'm going to minister real quickly. We're going to dismiss and get out of here. Um, this young lady here that's with Gigi and that's with right here. 
That's what Jesus, yes. Just stand up real quick. The Holy Spirit told me to tell you that all is well. He told me to remind you of the goodness of the Lord. He said that all is well. He wants you to cast your cares upon him today. He said he wants you to leave the burdens, leave the weights, lay it at the altar. God is concerned about you. He's not forgotten about you. He's concerned about you. And he wanted me to remind you. He said all is well. And he wants you to begin to acknowledge him, to, to begin to call on him, to begin to seek him for wisdom, for guidance, for your steps to be ordered. Because God wants you to move strategically and he wants you to move in the right direction and not make the wrong choice or decision. Because <laughs> you need some guidance in this hour for your steps to be ordered of the Lord. Because you don't want to make the wrong choice out of emotions. God said he wants you to seek him. And I'm telling you, he said, if you seek him and ask him, he said, all is well. He said, all is well. And God will begin to bless. He'll begin to strengthen you. And he'll begin to reveal himself even the more to you. Oh, my God. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this young woman of God. I thank you for the grace that's on her life. I thank you for peace and mercy. I thank you that you came to encourage her on this morning to let her know that all is well. And that, Father God, I release the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen her, to encourage her, to build her up on today. That, God, as she leaves this place, God, your word will begin to minister and penetrate her heart. And that, God, you will speak to her, God, and give her wisdom, give her direction, give her understanding and revelation knowledge. Order her steps. Lead and guide her to make the right choices in this hour. And God, we just seal her in the blood that no weapon that's formed against her shall prosper. And God, we thank you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, sister Elsa, your sister, I forgot your name. Elga. Olga. God said he has spoken to you and he's given you the instructions on what needs to be done. And God said, I just need you to obey. He said, I just need you to obey and to yield to the things that I have spoken to you. God said, I have come and I'm going to, I desire to take you to the next level. God is going to continue to reveal to you. He's going to continue to allow you to see in the spirit. He's going to allow you to walk in discernment. And even the Holy Spirit just said, he said, even when you discern, listen, when you discern about people who are connected to other people. So, for example, if you have a friend and they're a, they have a friend and you'll come in contact with that particular individual friend and the Holy Spirit will give you some things concerning that particular individual. God said, be free to discern and to share what God has spoken to you concerning that because you'll be in a position to prevent them some things that they don't have to go through. I'm not saying these things are it's all bad or negative, but to just begin to discern because that's how keen your eye is in the spirit for what God has you. And he allows you to discern quickly. When you come into the presence of people, you can discern it quickly. 
And he's just manifesting and continuing to perfect the gift. So he said, just walk in that and obey what I tell you. And he'll continue to speak and bring forth the things that I needed. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for the word. We thank God for his presence. We thank God for his power. And we thank God for the anointing. We're going to prepare to leave down from this place after we take our communion. Those of you all who are at home, it's amazing that we get to partake in our communion on our Resurrection Sunday to celebrate our Lord and Savior. For those of you all who are watching online, you can get your communion ready for your family. Here in the building, Deacon Ryan is passing out the communion for us in the building. and mercy today. Amen. Good to see you all in the building today. Amen. You look amazing. Some faces we haven't seen in a while. Thank God for our visitors in the building. If this is your very first time visiting New Covenant Worship Center, just raise your hand where you're at. Amen. We got two first time visitors. Amen. Three. Amen. We thank God. Everybody got we got get some more communion, amen. To the young lady on my left, amen, you want to tell us who invited you out and um, how'd you hear about the ministry? Yes, on our, our visitor. Amen. You said you're willing to be baptized. Amen. Well, we're going to definitely set up a time to have you all baptized. It's good to see you. Amen. And thank you for being in the building. Amen. We're going to get you all in schedule for baptism soon. Amen. God bless you. That's a blessing. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. Did we hear from our young lady? Did we hear? I'm sorry. Go ahead.
Amen. We appreciate you and thank you for following us on YouTube. Amen. And being connected to the ministry online. And thank God that you're here in the physical building. Amen. To meet us and greet us. And we welcome you to New Covenant Worship Center. We appreciate you coming out to fellowship with us on this Resurrection Sunday. God bless you and your family. Amen. Amen. Come on, young lady who I first time guess. Just stand up real quick. Both of you all just... Amen. Amen. Welcome, Jasmine and Lauren. How you doing? How you doing? She got her Prince of England wave. I appreciate you. Amen. <laughs> princess, a princess of England. Amen. So we welcome you all to the ministry. Thank you all for coming out. Thank you for inviting them. Amen. And welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. And I pray God's blessings upon you and your family. Amen. God bless you all. You're welcome anytime. Amen. All right. Everyone has their communion. The Bible says, as often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we do show forth the Lord's death until he comes. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, starting at verse 24, it reads, and I'm reading from the NLT version, it says, and, and, and gave thanks, I'm sorry, and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthy is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself, examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For any for if you eat the bread and drink of the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. That is why many of you are weak and sick and some have even died. But if we would examine ourselves and we would not be judged by God in this way, yet when we are judged by the Lord, we are being disciplined so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So my dear brothers and sisters, when you gather for the Lord's Supper, wait for each other. If you are really hungry, eat at home so you don't bring judgment upon yourselves. And when you meet together, I'll give you instructions about the other matters when I arrive. Does everyone have the bread that represents the body of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? This is the bread of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May we all eat together. This juice is a representation of the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary. And this blood represents the, save, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. If we have the blood of Jesus, let me all, may we all drink together. And we give God praise. We give him thanks for this time of communion. And those of you all who are in the building, we're going to prepare and we're going to dismiss. Amen. Glory to God. Those of you all have your seeds for your singers. 
we'll be able to contact and get your time together and we're going to bless them today, sometime today or whatever their time has been set. Please don't forget to take a picture of them and send it to my Facebook Messenger or send it to my uh, phone so we can have the picture, amen. So come on, right where you're at, amen. Just lift your hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word that was received and given out on today, Father. We ask that your anointing and your spirit will flow through this place as we leave this place. We ask that your presence, God, lead and guide us, God, as we leave today, and that you will bind all car troubles, all accidents, all traffic tickets, Father. We ask that the power of your Holy Spirit will keep us and rest upon us throughout the course of this week. We call for unexpected income. We call for careers, jobs, employment for those who are seeking employment. And we call for peace and rest as your Holy Spirit moves and guides us throughout the course of this week. Give us peace as we meet our various destinations as we leave this place. Let everything be found in decency and in order, God, as the way we left it. And we thank you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Listen, as you're leaving out, just leave out in your car.